0: Welcome to Media Mavens, a bi-weekly podcast where we discuss our favorite, or not-so-favorite,
1: movies, shows, and games. I'm Pam. I'm Riley. Let's Let's get get started.
0: Hello, and welcome to Media Mavens. This is episode 20, our last of the year. I'm Pam, and with me, as always, is Riley. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. It's
1: uh, hard to believe it's the end of the year. I know. This is our
0: 20th show. It's crazy. I know, that's exciting. (laughs) We're like almost at a year? When do we start? April? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Getting there. (laughs) We're recording on the Wednesday before Christmas, although people aren't going to be hearing this until... Boxing Day, probably. Mm-hmm. So, uh, since it's just the two of us, we're just going to talk about our favorite things from 2016 a little bit later, as well as take some questions. But, as always, we'll just start out with what we've been up to. So, what have you been up to? Uh, Well, I got an
1: early Christmas gift oh. of Pokemon Sun, so I've been playing a little bit of that Mm -hmm. um and it's like i don't know it's different enough from like the last pokemon game that that it feels kind of new i suppose is a good word for it Mm -hmm. um i the, the only thing that i'm kind of not sure about is like how the z power stuff works uh it's like a way to like power up your pokemon moves and i just got like the first crystal or something i'm not very far in the game (laughs) um (laughs) i just got like the first crystal and i'm like trying to figure out what i want to do next Uh, i guess
0: uh i i don't even know what z power is
1: yeah it's like a whole new mechanic like like thing to do with your Pokemon, like you sync up and like you both do the same moves at the same time. It's like a little dance oh. kind of thing. <laughs> um So yeah, so I've been playing a little bit of that. Actually, just before we recorded, I jumped back into Overwatch for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, you blowing out people? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> laughing <good>. at it. <laughs> for some reason, uh, we—I don't know if it's because of the big sale that's on with Overwatch uh Mm -hmm. right now it's on for like 20 bucks for like the base uh game so we got put into uh all the games that we had had people who were like level 20 like account level 20 some of them were lower so like we were just crushing people (laughs) and it felt kind of bad but at the same time i was like i've been playing this game long enough i deserve to have some games where i just (laughs) crush some people (laughs) so that felt good (laughs) i didn't get uh, a new um loot box though i've only i only have gotten one so far and that was like the free one so i'm probably gonna end up buying some because the christmas skins are so good
0: yeah, when the first day of the Christmas event started, I went into the arcade, so I did like all three modes that'll mm. give you a loot box for winning, uh, so I think I ended up with like five or something, because then you get a loot box every three games, or every three wins you get in the arcade mode too, so it's a pretty quick way to get up there if you want to play the arcade. Oh, nice. I should do that.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, in a couple days... Anyway, I'm gonna be off work for the for a week, so I mm-hmm. will have plenty of time <laughs> to goof around and play whatever I want to. Yeah, yeah, I'm so looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so nice to have a break.
0: Yeah, I don't know. do you get like a whole week off? Uh, no, I don't time get off? any time off. Um, I mean, just like the statutory days, oh. so like Christmas, Boxing Day. Uh, but no, I'm not taking any time off. I'm going to take some time, uh, at the beginning of January, just after we move. Oh, yeah, right, right. hmm mm. Yeah. It's sort of, like, I, I feel like the time around Christmas is free days because everyone else is on vacation, so there's <laughs> really not a whole lot to do, so I'd rather just sit in the office and, like, listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good time to, like, I
1: don't know, loaf around maybe yeah exactly <laughs> Nobody else is around to keep you accountable so whatever yeah mm-hmm. um and then uh yeah i haven't really been playing a lot other than than those two games and like overwatch was very little um but uh, other than that i i watched the oa i'm not all of it i'm only th- two, three episodes in now um that's an interesting show. I don't even know like <laughs> what exactly it's about
0: yet. <laughs> yeah, I watched uh, the first episode, and I'm like trying to think of a way to <laughs> explain it in case people don't know what we're talking about. Uh, it's one of Netflix's new originals, and it starts with a girl who's been missing for a number of years and before she went missing she was blind and now that she's back she can see again but other than that I don't really know what it's about yeah I like I don't
1: even know if the OA means something yet like she calls herself the OA at one point uh, and yeah so I'm, it uh, it kind of seems like, um, like like it's got a supernatural slash maybe a little bit of a sci-fi fantasy vibe Mm -hmm. sort of um but you know it's like two or three episodes in so how much really can i say
0: (laughs) yeah are you liking it uh yeah so far
1: i have to find some time to sit down and watch more of it but uh yeah i thought it started out like a little bit slow, but then uh, then it kind of picked up a little bit, which was nice. Um, and then uh, against like every recommendation I have heard, <laughs> I went and I watched uh, the rest of the Black Mirror episodes because they're available on Canadian Netflix now. Um, oh. season one was terrible, and <laughs> yeah, and I really should have taken everybody's advice and warnings
0: and just not watched it. Uh, oh, people have been saying just not to watch the whole season. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like I the like whole... the first season other than the first episode.
1: Yeah, I didn't like that one. The pig one. That one's mm-hmm. weird and gross. Uh, I don't know. I didn't like, uh, it seemed like the first season was, like, more, like, had more sexual violence, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like season three a lot more compared to compared to that. Season two I didn't mind as much um but I definitely think season three was the best of of all of them.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh so I started watching a K-drama which is (laughs) Korean drama um and the first two episodes are out already and then it airs like every Monday, Tuesday, so two episodes a week, uh-huh. um, and it's called, I'm gonna butcher it, the name of it, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, it's called Um uh, uh-huh. and it's about, like, kind of a group of, of, I guess, a group of men who are, like, recruited by the queen to become, like, knights for the king or something, and, like, the first two episodes kind of give you some Background on yeah. one of them, and it like um, there there's some moments that were like not what I was expecting at all because I was kind of expecting it to be like a little lighter, um, mm-hmm. you know, not as as serious. But like <laughs> what, there, like the second episode, I definitely uh, shed some tears because there was some like big oh. tearjerker <laughs> moments. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to watching more of that. Uh, and then the Yuri on Ice season finale was today. Ah. And I think, like, from what I've heard, that it's, like, the last, last episode. I don't know if they're doing a season two. Oh, no. Yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe it, like, I'll find out in a couple days that they are doing (laughs) season two and it won't matter because we'll record it already, but, (laughs) um... They could definitely do a season two the way that it left off, but I don't know if they want, like, like a condensed show where it's just the one season. Right. Um, oh. But it was good. It was really good. It felt a little, like, a tiny, tiny bit rushed, uh, especially at the end of the episode. Um, and it was, like, I saw a couple people saying they were a little disappointed, and I can definitely see how uh how you might feel that way um i saw some people on my twitter feed like you know saying that they thought it was a little rushed or that there wasn't enough of um the characters that they liked or that they thought should have maybe been more in the spotlight (laughs) the main character would definitely could have had more screen time that episode. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, he got, like, I mean, he got, like, his big, like, moment or whatever, um, but there could have... I feel like they could have stretched that into two episodes because it's supposed to be, like, the big culmination of, like, the Grand Prix skating finale or whatever, mm. and it got, like, s- smooshed into one episode, kind of, so... I think they definitely could have added, excuse me, um, added more, uh, like, content for sure, um, but it was really, really good, uh, yeah, um, and then if you haven't watched Yuri on Ice, I'm gonna put in the show notes, I found an article about why you should watch Yuri on Ice, and it goes over some good points, the... Uh, main characters their relationship is really good and um, if you're like uh, if you have uh, if you like sports competition that's all in there too because skating is very competitive um, Mm -hmm. and like really difficult sport Um, and then um, it's easy to watch in English, because there's a dubbed version and a subbed version, so depending on uh-huh. if you want to read it, you can do that. Or if you would rather just hear the subversion,
0: version, you can do that too. Which version did you watch?
1: Uh, I watched the subtitled version, um, but I will probably go and watch the dubbed version just because I love watching dubbed versions of stuff, because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes their voices are just so goofy.
0: <laughs>
1: uh Yes, I will probably go watch <laughs> watch it as well. Uh, but yeah. And then, last but definitely not least, for what I've been up to, um, I read the Overwatch comic, the new Christmas kind of comic that they put out.
0: Mm-hmm. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it too. This is the first of the, the comics that I actually... I always look forward to the videos, but I sort of skip the comics, and this is, uh, it was a good one. Yeah, they, um,
1: I guess, I mean, like, uh, spoilers, um, (laughs) 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 but, uh, basically, like, um, and there's, there's an animated, well, not animated, but, like, a moving comic, too? I'll find the link and I'll I'll put it in the show notes um, if you haven't seen it because uh, that's a really cool way to kind of watch the comic instead of like flipping through the pages. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Overwatch basically confirmed that Tracer is uh, she's a queer character. So either she's she's gay or or bi, uh, which is amazing. Like they're. Their title character for this huge game, and they use her in all the marketing and everything. She's, she's queer, and
0: it's like, yeah,
1: yeah it's uh, a pretty it's big deal. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. So I was. Many... Go ahead, go ahead. I was pleased that Blizzard actually did it because they've been saying it for so long, <laughs> like since before Overwatch came out. Like, oh, there's at least one queer character, but I sort of thought that they would just, I don't know, let the fans. Sort of think on it themselves and do the work rather than actually coming out uh, definitively on anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, it was just so
1: good. And I know, like, my whole timeline was on Twitter was, like, freaking out because they were really happy. And it's, like, it took them a long time, like, way too long. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, like, with so much, like, kind of... Teasing that there would be, there would be characters like that, and it was like just, just say it. <laughs> yeah, and I think everybody was kind of, it was kind of like everybody let out a big like sigh of relief, and then like started celebrating because it finally happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's just so great. I love it so much.
0: Yeah, and I like how they did it too. I like how it was a tracer comic, and it was just like her coming home and bringing her girlfriend a gift yeah yeah
1: it was was, nice so good
0: um and then
1: we actually got a twitter question that was related to the comic so we'll 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 answer it now here um and orc asks what our favorite part of the new overwatch comic was uh obviously (laughs) number number one is that Tracer kisses her girlfriend Emily. Wow. <laughs> uh and I like the big panel of of everybody too, like all the other heroes of what they're doing, kind of.
0: Yeah, I really I really like that panel seeing what everyone's doing. Um I liked Widow sort of at the grave of her mm. husband and seeing how Torbjorn apparently has, like, 12 children. <laughs> I was like, oh,
1: Reinhardt's got a big family, and then the Overwatch Twitter was like, no, those are Torbjorn's kids. <laughs> like, what? Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, and then Reaper just being emo in a corner <laughs> watching some family. I don't know if he, he knows the family or if he's just, like, oh, being sad. Like, yeah, or if
1: it's, like, his family family or or Uh. or what but yeah there's lots there's like it's packed full of
0: these little things Mm -hmm. which
1: is really cool and
0: And i really liked the one thing with farah and she's with some mystery guy and there's canadian hockey on the television (laughs) i want i want a canadian in overwatch already
1: yeah yeah that would be so cool maybe we'll hear something about about who that is next because that seems like a pretty big hint to drop
0: yeah just kind of with nothing else after it But yeah. I love how people just pick this stuff apart like so much of the stuff that I didn't even notice I was just like oh that's a pretty picture and there's like but look at this and that might be a new character and this yeah. person might be related to this person it's like oh wow you're yeah. really thinking a lot about this <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah somebody was like um there's even a picture uh like a silhouette picture of bastion um on a paper by torbjorn's feet or something because someone was like where's where's bastion in the comic and it's like oh he's in there he's just on a piece of paper (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's really neat like kind of having everybody uh like work together to kind of look at all those clues and look into things that other people might have missed and Mm -hmm. yeah it's neat and then that's all I've been up to really because uh, as soon as the holidays hit I am going to be hopefully knee deep in a bunch of video games and doing nothing else except for sitting in my pajamas and playing games so <laughs> that would be ideal yeah, yeah I don't want to do anything else <laughs> um
0: but uh what have you been up to uh, well, I've also been playing Overwatch. I got a whole bunch of the Christmas skins but not Maze yet and Maze is uh. the one that I want. Although I have a ridiculous amount of credits so I, I'll get it oh. <laughs> if I don't miss the end of the event like I did with Halloween. <laughs> oh no. no. Um, and then I've been playing competitive. Uh, I mentioned before that like ranks seem to go down a lot so I was at 1650 I started at, and today I just breached 2,000, so I got up to gold. Yay! Yay. It feels nice, actually, because last time when I started at gold, it was just like, you don't lose your gold ranking, but it was just like constantly like dropping and then going back and dropping and going back. And this time it was like, I didn't drop very much, so it's been sort of a slow and steady climb yeah. to 2000 so it feels nice that i'm actually like progressing rather than last time where i just was sort of stuck cool. and and will's playing with me now he's got a second account because he <laughs> wouldn't play with me on his high ranked platinum character so he made he got a second account and he levels it to 25 and we're in the middle of his placement matches now <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah so, it's good, though. It's nice having one other person I can count on, because sometimes sometimes they're just not there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> other than that, I've been playing Gravity Ghost, which I just made a video on, probably my last video of the year. And I had played it before, but I just uh, replayed it to capture some footage for the review, and it's such a nice game, have you played it at all? Mm, no. No, it's about this little girl, and she's a ghost, and she's looking for her pet fox. And it's just sort of like a physics puzzler, but you basically have these planets, and you have to collect stars and things, and you just sort of like bounce around the planets and like orbit around them, and each mm. type of planet has a different uh, sort of gravitational pull on you and it's just super relaxing. Like she's got this long flowing hair that just like flows behind her as she floats through space and it's very it's very soothing. Yeah. So sounds nice. It is nice. And uh Ashley Birch does the the voice of the girl. So Ah mm-hmm. and then I also played Assassin's Creed Chronicles China which was free with gold a while ago. It wouldn't have been a game I bought myself, but it's actually pretty cool. It's like the Assassin's Creed world, except obviously it's set in China, and the assassin is a woman, and it's a sort of stealth platformer rather than a big open-world game. Hmm. So uh, I've been having fun with it. It's uh, a little bit strategic... Um, usually I'm pretty impatient with stealth but it's been going pretty well and I definitely uh I definitely like it cuz I'm not generally an Assassin's Creed fan. Yeah, I've only done the first one. Like finished the first one. So Yeah, yeah I never even finished the first one. I quit pretty quickly and then <laughs> I ha- I played Black Flag as well and I quit that pretty quickly as well. <laughs> but this one I might actually finish. Nice. And then I watched another Netflix original show that came out a few months ago. It's called 3%. And I believe it was made in Brazil. So it's Portuguese. So there's either subtitles or a dubbed version to watch. And it's like a dystopic look at society. And uh, it's this place where 3% of people on their 20th birthday, well, everyone on their 20th birthday goes for these tests and 3% of the people pass the tests and they go to like live in a better place where everything there's, you know, abundance and everyone is happy, whereas everyone else is sort of living in some kind of poverty. So it's, uh, I don't know. I, I sort of liked the concept of it, and a lot of it is focused on the tests that they go through. Uh, They sort of have to work in groups and find out who they can trust, and there's, like, mental tests and physical tests, and I liked that part of it, but by the time it got to the end, I was sort of like, oh, that's how it ended? (laughs) Oh, that kind of seems like a waste. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, So... Yeah, it was it was not fantastic, but it was only, I think, eight episodes or something. So it was oh. eight hours. I watched it over a couple days. Um, but, yeah, it was like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's all that I've really been doing. Usually I have so many things. <laughs> and this time, it's just that. I've been mostly getting ready to move and dealing with switching over my cable well, i don't have cable switching over my internet and my heating and getting uh, movers and all that stuff yeah a bit of a busy time mm-hmm. especially like christmas plus yeah you're moving <laughs> yeah that was really poor timing on our part. <laughs> and it's gonna be cold
1: yes when you move hopefully not it's it supposed is. to warm up actually next week
0: yeah Although a degrees, <laughs> yeah, I got I have movers this time because last time I moved, oh, I was like never again. <laughs> so I booked movers. That's a good idea. All right, so I guess that's it for what we've been up to, and we can move on to our favorite things from 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is always hard for me because I have a really bad memory. <laughs> I actually, I went back and
1: I looked <laughs>
0: through, like,
1: what came out this
0: year. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I was I, like, I don't know. I had to do that, too. I have, uh, I use Goodreads for books, mm-hmm. although I think I maybe read one book that actually came out this year. And then I use um, a site called Groovy to track all my games. But in terms of movies and TV and stuff. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even know, so I also had to look up like best movies of two thousand sixteen. <laughs> have I seen any of these? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you want to start with movies? Sure. All right. Did you have a particular favorite this year? Uh, I I
1: really enjoyed the new Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I would say like best movie. Uh, but, um, it, uh, it, it was more, uh, or it was less about just Kirk, which was nice. And it was like the, it actually included, um, interactions between more of the crew members and it wasn't like it was a Kirk solo movie. Um, right. which was, which was good. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed the Star Trek movie. Um I know that there are people that didn't just because there's people who don't want that to be rebooted and you know I I get that but uh for what it was I thought it was a a good movie and it was entertaining and yeah
0: I liked it a lot so that was my choice Yeah so I actually only saw four movies that came out in 2016 <laughs> Uh, those were 10 Cloverfield Lane, which I liked. Oh, that was good, too. X-Men Aco- Apocalypse, was n- which was not the best of anything. No. <laughs> Warcraft, which was not the best of no, anything. Also no. <laughs> <laughs> and so my pick was Deadpool. Oh, uh, yeah. One of the few movies I saw in theaters this year. I really enjoyed it. I thought Ryan Reynolds did a fantastic job. And the whole fourth wall breaking shtick. didn't get old with me at all (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i liked that it was rather crass and had a lot of sexual humor in addition to the (laughs) 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 violence so yeah i i like deadpool i hope that the next deadpool whenever it comes out in the whole marvel suite of movies (laughs) yeah i hope that it turns out well too
1: Yeah. I hope so. I think, like, uh, that they had... I feel like they had more freedom with this movie, in particular, because it's kind of, like, it didn't feel like it was tied directly to anything that they were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, didn't they have, like, a lower budget, too? And they were kind of... Yeah, I think so. ...kind of doing their own, their own thing, which obviously it worked out really well for them um yep because the previous iteration of deadpool in uh i think it's does fox own x-men i think Uh, so yeah he was in one of the
0: wolverine movies Was yeah
1: yeah (laughs) and it was terrible
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, god that was so bad (laughs) (laughs) i get all the wolverine movies sort of confused they're all all kind of the same (laughs) yeah
1: yeah It's. uh i mean i like them but you know they all have the same kind of like
0: vibe and tone to them
1: so it's easy to get them mixed up
0: they all blend together Mm -hmm. all right so what about video games (sighs) Well, uh i think the big one
1: uh is overwatch Uh. yes (laughs) surprise yeah uh i like i think i'm kind of surprised that um like a a first person shooter like team brawler kind of game um has has kept my interest for so long and and Mm -hmm. probably will still keep uh keep me interested um cuz it's not really a game like a, the kind of game that I would I would play uh you know kind of on my own um, mm-hmm. which I guess is part of the main draws that you play with like your friends or with other people um and the the team behind Overwatch seems really passionate about it um and they they seem like they're really excited about The future of overwatch and the esports side of it and um like all the other stuff that you can do especially with them introducing all the new stuff you can do with the arcade um and all the easier ways to get loot boxes and try different game modes and Mm -hmm. um and yeah
0: yeah they're really doing a great job with the extra content like I think that they're releasing new heroes and maps at an ideal rate. Uh, I was afraid uh, at first that they might do it too much. Like, I find Heroes of the Storm if I leave for a couple months and come Ugh. back, and there's just like six new heroes that I don't know anything about. Yeah. So, I think they're introducing content at a good rate. And I also think they're just killing it with the holiday events. Like, those have been <laughs> super fun. Uh, though I'm not a huge fan of may's snowball fight uh, oh. for for the most part there have you done that yet no no oh. so what's the deal like what what do you do uh so everyone plays may it's okay. it's one shot kills you can ice block you can ice wall but the only thing you can fire is a snowball so it's like a snowball that <laughs> throws like a snowball so it like goes in an arc and you can only fire once and then you have to go find a pile of snow and charge your gun back up before you can fire another snowball
1: (laughs) oh my god (laughs) okay so it sounds fun on paper but why
0: it's just really slow like i mean i guess with one like bullet yeah basically okay so I can see that. <laughs> and then your alt is unlimited snowballs. So if you ever <laughs> manage to get up to that like it takes four or five rounds just to get your alt up because you're only shooting one snowball every like 10 seconds or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that isn't the most fun mode but other than that i think they're doing a great job sort of keeping the game fresh keeping new things for everyone to experience whether it's new skins and things or new actual gameplay Mm -hmm. plus now their mascot's gay (laughs) (laughs) big plus yep good job overwatch now give us more thanks yep (laughs) so one of my favorite games from this year was doom which was a surprise to me because i remember watching the bethesda conference at e3 uh, i guess it would have been last year and i saw the trailer and i was just like this just looks stupid and violent and not overly special but then i actually got the game and it was so much fun it was like took the shooter and reinvigorated it with you know no cover to hide behind no reloading of your guns it's just like shooting and running and strafing all the time and smashing demons in the face and like (laughs) raining getting rained on with health packs and it's just like really fun and really fast and it's almost like there's There's no sense of, like, traction or weight to your movement, so just everything's super smooth and fast, and, uh, I thought it was a really, really good game.
1: (laughs) And I've never played Doom, so I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I think I watched your review of it, though, and I thought that it looked cool, but I don't know if it's something that I would ever play.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We'll see. Maybe. I mean, it looks fun watching other people play it
0: mm-hmm
1: and crushing things.
0: Yeah, it's one of the things that I really like about it is that it's got boss fights and they're really interesting boss fights. Like, they almost kind of reminded me of WoW, <laughs> but like first person shooting. So there's one... Like, there's this huge boss in the middle of the room, and he sends out these, like, waves of energy, and, like, one will be low, so you have to jump over it, and one will be high, so you have to duck, and then one will be low, so you have to, like, learn the patterns and things, and it's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, and all of the projectiles, like, because they're not throwing, or they're not shooting bullets at you, they're, like, throwing fireballs and things, and things that you can actually see and then dodge. So, Hmm it's really cool and <laughs> yeah. it's all awesome heavy metal and I don't even like heavy metal but it's <laughs> uh it fits the game really well <laughs> did you have any more games
1: um uh, yeah to go in a completely different direction <laughs> from <laughs> doom um, I feel uh like this one kind of has to be mentioned uh because uh it was so good um that's firewatch. Mm-hmm. And it's like and I think we talked about it uh on on an episode on its own and we've talked about it. Uh, I think we talked a little bit about it last week too. Or not last week, but last uh you know what I mean. Episode. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and it's just it's like it's a beautiful looking game and the voice acting in it is incredible. The, um, the story, uh, itself was really good. Um, like, uh, the, the clues that you follow and the path that you follow in the game w- was so good. And it's, it's not a super long game. Like it can take you, I would say if you're like burning through it, you can probably get it done in like less than three hours that might be over estimating how quickly you could do it but um like you could you could do it in an afternoon sitting basically mm-hmm. um but yeah it was just uh, it was so good and like the small team that work on worked on it did a great job um
0: yeah yeah they did a great job it looks great uh, the writing is all really good the voice acting which we definitely talked about last time is top-notch and really keeps you into the game just strictly based on, well not strictly but mostly based on the voice acting that really gets you involved with the two characters and one thing that I really liked was it it's sort of a mature story it's not your general save the world or mm-hmm. you know some big, grand epic tale it's just a very sort of realistic and personal tale about flawed people yeah so yeah i
1: i feel like i should i should mention too the 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 whole setup at the beginning of the game um where you it kind of takes you through like kind of like a it's not really like a point and click because you you just kind of click the answer that you want to pick so you're given kind of these scenarios but you don't get to choose them like because you're henry and you're kind of just being like a little helicopter around henry Mm -hmm. uh like figuring out or learning kind of what led him to be taking this job in, in the woods um and it's like it's henry's life and you, you don't have any say in, in what he did to get mm-hmm. to this point. Um, but there's enough, uh, like, kind of choices that are happening there that it really, it's such a creative way to, to draw somebody into the game because you're already, uh, like, even by the end of that, I felt, I was, like, uh, getting through the end of that, finding out that Henry kind of left his wife and... Um, went and took this job and then it was kind of like whew, like that was a heavy start to to a game and it's only been what, like three minutes? <laughs> so <laughs> getting into the game after that, it was kind of like I'm not sure what to expect. And then you get this beautiful like uh little world of this like forest area and yeah, it was just like, what a great game. I can't, like, I can't even say enough about it <laughs> to to say how good it was. Um, yeah, it was just so, so wonderful. And such a nice, like, detour away from some of the games that we've, we've been given lately that are, like, you know, huge open world games with, like, so much that you can do. And this was just this really, really good condensed story that had so much going on. Mm-hmm. In, in such a small package. But it was so good.
0: So, yep. yeah. Excellent game. If you, <laughs> if we haven't convinced you to play it yet. What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Come on. Play it now. Yeah.
0: Buy it on a Boxing Day
1: sale and, and play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Uh, I wanted to mention. Uh, kind of. The big mobile um game that kind of got everybody drawn in um for a little bit and that was Pokemon Go which has a holiday event going on now by the way you can catch a Pikachu with a Santa hat mm. um <laughs> <laughs> and it like i find i, I don't play it uh, very much anymore um but when it first came out it kind of like it kind of sucked in everybody um and got a lot of people you know, out and about, and exploring, uh, their cities, and exploring, like, stuff around them, um, and people were, like, sharing where they caught Pokemon, and it just felt like this big, like, community event, where everybody was, like, really excited, um, about a game that was happening, and, like people weren't getting made fun of for playing a game you know like everybody was really excited and and supportive of of people that were trying to you know like maybe take over a gym or catch a certain pokemon or whatever and it just felt like it felt really good (laughs) and it was such a cute little little game and so many people of like all different ages were playing it too like there were young kids and there were like
0: parents there were grandparents and Yeah, Yeah. it was cool to see, like, at at work and stuff, people who I had never heard talk about games before, and they were all into Pokemon Go, (laughs) so it, uh, it was
1: everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was such an accessible thing, like, a lot of people have phones, especially smartphones, so, and it was free, so it was like, anybody could play it and download it, and... Yeah. They just, I don't know, they did it right in the beginning. And then I don't know if people just lost interest or whatever, but yeah, it was good. And I hope that it sticks around and like maybe gets a little more interesting Mm -hmm. and maybe people will like jump back into it. And like, especially here, now that it's cold, I don't want to do shit all outside. (laughs) So (laughs) that's true. Once it gets a little warmer, maybe I'll start start playing it some more but yeah it was good for for the summertime like we um we definitely like went out every like at least I want to say like every other day at first and then we would go like to the farmer's market downtown and like walk all the way there and like have our phones and we would see other people with their phones and yeah it was really neat just to see people playing this game like kind of out in the world in real life
0: Envy (laughs) of life,
1: yeah, I thought it was it was a really cool, like phenomenon that happened, and I definitely I wanted to give it an honorable mention.
0: (laughs) All right, so what? Oh, we asked some people to share what their favorite games of the year were. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so Vasca said Civ Six. because changing responsibilities, uh, he likes having games that you can leave and come back to, which mm-hmm. I totally agree with. I like Civ for that, or basically any turn-based game. Uh, I played a lot more of XCOM 2 than Civ this year, but I do really also enjoy games that you can just like get up and walk away, and it's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wanna I wanna play Civ Six. I haven't played it at all this year, but I've heard so many people say that it's really good. So I'm glad that got a little mention. Yeah,
0: have you played Civ Five? Uh, yes. Yeah, I have played Civ Five. Yeah, I think Civ Six just came out with some DLC because when it released, it didn't have any scenarios in it, and I really like the scenarios. So I think there's a DLC with a new scenario, and then they also introduced Poland as one of the sieves. Mm. Uh so we also heard from Pardon me if I butcher <laughs> this name. Sarah Sothikos. Yeah. Is <laughs> it Greek? Good. Is that Greek? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna pretend it's just Greek. Uh who says Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh there was extra extraordinary story development this year. Yeah. I've Did heard that think? from a couple people that uh
1: Final Fantasy is actually, like, really good mm-hmm. this year. I played it a little bit on, like, a free trial. <laughs> and then I was like, I really don't need an MMO in my life anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it was really cute. I had, like, I think I made a... It starts with an M. The cat person? I don't remember the name. I don't know. Um, but she was really cute. And, like, it's a good-looking game. It's just I... Uh uh-uh. uh, nah, no,
0: <laughs> yeah, no more ever I can't. I can't. <laughs> and the last one comes from devoted pupa, who says Dark Souls three, uh, which was snagged for seven cents because <laughs> Steam screwed up. So <laughs> I have not played that one myself. I tried a little bit of Dark Souls one. And I quit the first time I died. So (laughs) (laughs) I think, uh, what did I, I've played uh,
1: Bloodborne. Mm -hmm. So I feel like even though Dark Souls came first, because I've played Bloodborne, I kind of have an idea of what I would be in for. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I've I've, like heard people talking and seen people talking about uh, Dark Souls 3 and how good it was. Um, So I... Yeah, there's like I I like there are so many games that have come out um this year that uh like I've I've seen other people play. Like I watched a stream of Hyperlight Drifter um which it's like a 8-bit uh, platformer kind of. That might not be the right word for it. Um but that one looks really good and like What else came out this year that was really big? Uh, Like Stardew Valley. Mm -hmm. I played a little bit of that, and then I got bored. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't think farming simulators are for me. Uh, But I've seen lots of people talk about that one. And
0: Did you play Oxenfree? Uh,
1: No, but I have it in my Steam library. (laughs) (laughs) I've also heard that was good. Uh, There's another kind of 8-bit one... Uh, Valhalla which is like you're a bartender in like Cyber Future I've heard that one's really good like there are so there's so many games that I just have
0: not played so I mean like man yeah it's tough (laughs) for games like I'm planning for my best of 2016 video and I feel like I need (laughs) to play more like I think I've played 20 games that came out this year but I feel like there's so many that I've heard are good and I feel like I need to play more. So maybe over the holidays, I mean, I'm sure I'll get at least a couple of them for Christmas. So I need to like play them because I feel like the games that right at the end of the year, the things that you just don't have time for get yeah. uh, get sort of left out. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, oh, here's a game I should mention because uh, I played it for 55 days. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mystic Messenger. Mhm. And it was free. Which I still can't believe. And they released a Christmas DLC. Oh no. <laughs> and I downloaded it, so I'm gonna play that and find out what's going on with that. But yeah, uh definitely that one too, especially for a mobile game. And I know I've talked about it so I won't go on more, but it like I you know, it's free. It's fully voice acted. It's got visual novels, and it's got, like, all these, like, real-time text events that happen, and there's five different storylines, and they're all different, and they, it's, yeah, it was just, it was good. I enjoyed it very much, even though I really shouldn't have been so, like, so, like, super into it as I was, (laughs) but it was so good.
0: (laughs) Uh... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do we have on here next? Uh, podcasts. Any particular podcast stand out for you? Um, I. So I don't think that.
1: Uh, it came out this year, didn't? I don't think it started this year. Um, but it's definitely one like probably the podcast that I've listened to the most um and that is the adventure zone which Mm is the McElroy brothers uh dungeons and dragons podcast where they do actual play and record it and then send it out into the world um and yeah that has basically like been the only podcast i've really listened to uh like seriously (laughs) like keeping up with it and listening to every week and yeah and I guess I mean like if you like Dungeons and Dragons and if you also like the McElroy brothers then you should listen to it because they play Dungeons and Dragons with their family and oh. it's really good and <laughs> their storylines are really fun and I don't know how they do it but they uh, they're also creative and I hate them for it <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good and it's like pretty safe for kids too so i mean like if you want to listen to something with your family then Mm -hmm. that's probably a good bet there might be some stuff in there that's not kid friendly but uh, i don't remember what they are (laughs) so i couldn't tell you (laughs) but it's good overall have you Listen to any podcasts that you like? Other than
0: ours. <laughs> other than ours. <laughs> uh, there's so many good podcasts. Like, I think I subscribe mm. to 30 different podcasts. Jesus. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, but the one that's fairly new that just came out is Waypoint Radio which is the podcast for the new waypoint gaming site over at vice and it's excellent it just has great people it's got generally it has austin walker patrick klepek and danielle riendo or sometimes uh, their social media person whose name is danica harrod i think uh, is on it and it's just really good discussion about games and i'm sort of gonna cross this over to gaming site also waypoint Mm -hmm. (laughs) that i want to shout out it's sort of like it might not be the web the gaming website that gamers deserve but it's the gaming website (laughs) we need (laughs) uh it's just really good sort of different kind of coverage than the standard stuff they review free games, they review sort of lesser-known, not, not, sorry, review isn't the right word, they talk about lesser-known games, uh, there's like really thoughtful analysis, I mean, Patrick Klepek does a lot of really good investigative journalism, and then mm-hmm. Austin Walker is just super smart and knowledgeable about so many things and writes some of the sort of best articles that I've read about gaming, so... Yeah, Waypoint, both the website and the podcast are uh, standouts for me this year. Nice. Yeah, they kind of, like, uh, what's the word for it? Like, burst onto the scene mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> a little while ago? And yeah. They, yeah, they've been doing
0: some good work. Yep. Yeah. And they started with that 72-hour stream where yes. they had uh, Adam <laughs> Coble, who was on our third or fourth fourth episode i think uh and dungeon mastering for them (laughs) and it was hilarious because it it looked like none (laughs) of them had slept in 50 or 60 (laughs) hours or something and everyone was talking with like a rhode island accent and
1: (laughs) 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 oh my god what is and like patrick Clipping played a bard and he had his phone
0: oh my god
1: with an app and he actually like
0: played the keyboard on his phone oh those gifs are hilarious <laughs> oh my gosh i think i've actually
1: um like clipped uh the show like you can find it on youtube like just the particular the dungeon world part mm-hmm. which is definitely definitely worth watching yeah <laughs> oh my goodness like Laughing thinking about it. <laughs>
0: okay. So how about shows, whether television or otherwise? Um I mean uh okay, so well recently
1: I'll mention uh Yuri on ice because I've been talking about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um so good. So good and Um, I feel like, uh, like, since I talked about it a little bit before, uh, I think again on the last uh, episode, um, it's just, it's this really, uh, like, well animated and obviously so much love was put into the story of it as well. And, um, it's just such a good show. Like uh, compared to so many other animes that are, like, hardcore queer baiting and won't admit that some of their characters are actually gay. It's, like, Yuri on Ice is, like, a breath of fresh air where, you know, even though there are, I've seen some, some people who are, like, nah, they're not gay, but they're s- super are. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's, yeah, it's really good. Um, but, yeah, I I really enjoyed Yuri on Ice, and I don't, uh, before this year, I didn't really watch, like, a lot of current, uh, anime that came out, like, with, with, like, at the same time as people, so, uh, that was kind of a neat experience to, to go on Twitter after an episode and see everybody talking about it, um, and, like, kind of having people unite around it, and, and everybody seems like they really love
0: it, so it's a good show. I like it a lot. Right. Uh, one of my favorites from this year was Stranger Things. Mm. Which, of course. Yes. yes. <laughs> I totally I totally forgot to put it in the sn- in the show notes and I was like, "Oh yeah. I liked <laughs> that show. We did an episode on it." <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. I thought Stranger Things was one of the Netflix's stronger offerings. I loved seeing Winona Ryder again and all the kid actors managed to be really compelling without being annoying, Mm -hmm. and overall it was just a really cool supernatural story, and I liked the sort of throwback to all those kind of 80s movies of the same vein.
1: Yeah. it, It was like a different kind of show. Like, I wasn't sure what to expect watching it, and then it went in a completely, like, somewhere that I never would have thought mm-hmm. that it would have gone, uh, with the, like, the, uh, upside-down part of that, like, world and, like, kind of, s- it, like, Silent Hill kind of vibes with the weird, gross, like, plant man dude,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which was really gross.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um yeah, yeah, Stranger Things was, was so good we need more more shows like that and so far, I mean, Netflix is doing a pretty good job offering you know, kind of like fresh ideas on their own platform so yeah um, and uh, I'll mention, uh, since this is here on the show notes and we've talked about it a little bit before um, the youtube web series called experience points mm-hmm. um it's this uh edited well i guess not well i mean it is but uh it's it's like a a series that covers one session of dungeons and dragons and each episode is edited into these easy 20 minute like kind of bite-sized chunks i would. 20 minutes is probably on the long end i think they're more like 15 or so um Mm -hmm. and the camera work is really really clear and uh like all of the the actors in it are are great and the writing is good and the even like the the adventure that they're going through the writing is really cool because you kind of experience it at the same time as the players, mm-hmm. so to speak. So you've like you know, you hear the clues and you you see the reveals and everything as they do. Um and uh I saw somewhere that they said they used like all the dice rolls, they actually used the actual result of those dice rolls so they weren't like planned out to roll a certain way. They just oh, nice. went with it. So a little bit of actual play thrown in there. Um and yeah and I, I know that we've said to to go check it out but they really they definitely deserve more views and more recognition for for it uh for the work that they've done because it's just like it's such a cool little idea to make like a whole series out of one one night of of gaming like with your friends because um, so many so many um uh like tabletop sessions that you can watch and like actual play that you can watch is like an uncut sort of like three or four hours yeah uh like full session of of people playing and and that can be a lot to sift through especially uh for things like uh like critical role where they're what almost 80 episodes in now and each episode is at least you know four hours some of them are five mm-hmm. um so like getting getting this little i don't know bite-sized chunk of of D D is is like it's just such a good a good way to to represent the game without having to sit through a huge session and you know wonder if you're ever gonna catch up and with the with the players this one you you can pause it and come back and you're never left behind yeah they've done i don't know a bunch of episodes and that's it that's their season
0: one i don't know if they're working on more i assume they are i hope so i think they said in january they're gonna have some kind of news to share yeah
1: i hope they do more me too like specifically with the with the campaign that they're on cuz I want to know what happens. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. The campaign is super engaging and interesting and yeah, basically what you said, I love how they did this. I mean, D&D is interesting, but personally, I couldn't just watch someone else's 4 hour session <laughs> cuz like there are super interesting parts, but then there's a lot of like downtime i guess so yeah just or
1: like they're stuck in in the mechanics Mm -hmm. like that slows down the game and then you're like well i don't really care about the rules and yeah blah
0: blah blah. and then yeah Yeah, so it can be really slow yeah so i really like this idea of taking something that sort of gained popularity in like streaming and you know live kind of audiences and taking it and editing it down to uh something that more resembles like a television show Hmm. yeah so go watch yeah other shows i just wanted to give a quick shout out uh game of thrones this past season mm. was sort of hit and miss i don't want to say all of game of thrones i just want to say cersei yay cersei
1: <laughs> <laughs> she
0: was so good yeah <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> That's it for shows for me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I gotta think about it.
1: Like, what What even did I watch? Like, the uh, the latest season of The 100. The, oh, 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 the trailer just came out for the next season.
0: Oh, yeah, the new season starts soon. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was there? Westworld was sort of like, meh, for me. Uh, Luke Cage, which I enjoyed. <gasps> oh, yeah uh also i mean we talked about this a little bit hit and miss but i really enjoyed quite a bit of it uh and then actually one other tv show i really liked was the people versus oj simpson which hmm. was the sort of serial uh by the guy who makes american horror story and glee and uh, used sort of all those actors and i thought it was really well done i liked how,
1: <laughs> those how ev- are interesting uh things to put together
0: i know (laughs) (laughs) it's like glee in there (laughs) yeah yeah so it was a really good show i liked how every episode sort of had a theme uh Mm. one of my favorite ones was the one specifically about Marsha clark and the sort of sexism that she experienced as a woman lawyer yeah that would be (laughs) yeah Uh, (laughs) it hurts
1: even thinking about it
0: yeah they sort of play around with the timeline so it makes it seem like all this is happening in a short span of things but like there was so much stuff that i didn't know or remember like there was someone i think her ex-husband or something sold nude photographs of her and then uh there was a whole thing where people were just talking about her haircut and it was you know so (laughs) yeah but the series overall I thought was really good.
1: I don't... Uh, like, I'm trying to think
0: kind of what else I really...
1: Honestly, I don't even remember. <laughs> 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 I had to do a better job of, like, keeping track of this for for next year. <laughs> yeah. So I can remember better and have, like, and be like, oh, yeah, this show. No, I mean, like, the fact of it is, I don't really... Watch a lot of like TV in particular. Um, like most of my content that I like sit down and watch episodes of comes from like Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, or like streaming stuff after the fact, like after it's already aired. So,
0: all right. Uh, you had a few streamers on here. Oh, yeah. Um, so,
1: uh, I figured this would be a good thing to mention kind of, um, with that, uh, the Amazon prime thing or Twitch prime being linked with Amazon. Um, especially around this time of year when people are maybe thinking they want some fast shipping and they're going to grab some, the Amazon prime. And then they're like, what is this Twitch prime thing? Um, so I have some two, two or three streams that I want to shout out that that I watched most often this year that you could maybe consider tossing that free sub to. Um, uh, The first person is uh, Adam Coble, who we had on the show on our fourth episode where we talked about tabletop gaming on Twitch in particular. Um, And uh, his streams are, um, he's like a variety streamer, so he streams all different uh sorts of games and he uh makes really insightful uh commentary and discussion as he's going through and playing these games. Um, I found him because of his Life is Strange playthrough. Um, and uh I uh I found it after I had finished mine, so seeing uh, the way that he played it, um, versus the way that I played it. And then hearing him talk about like why he made the decisions that he made and then talking about game design. And then on top of that, having, uh, you know, some queer representation with the main character and with Max and Chloe, um, uh, I, that's how I found him and his streams and his community actually is probably one of the best on twitch um it's not a really uh like typical twitch chat where people are sometimes talking shit about the streamer Mm -hmm. uh i mean that does happen sometimes on his stream but his mods are quick to to shut shut it down um but yeah if you're looking for like i would say even like educational um entertaining and and like a safe space on twitch to be uh his channel is definitely uh the one that i think about when when those things come to mind so i would say check him out and he does so much uh like tabletop stuff on the roleplay twitch channel um which i think is run under it me jp's channel Mm -hmm. uh and his Twitch chat is not as nice, so oh. you Adam will usually host the the games that they play, and you can sit in Adam's chat instead of sitting in JP's chat, <laughs> <laughs> which is usually better. Um, and then uh, the second streamer I wanted to mention is Ann Munition, uh, and she's a variety streamer as well. She streams a lot of Overwatch in particular. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh, her streams are really fun too. Like she, uh, is really interactive with her chat and, um, and I, f- like, I find it's rare to find uh, a woman on Twitch that has a decent, uh, community as well. Um, so her Twitch channel is, a, like in general, a pretty good, a good space to be too, if you're interested in watching uh, somebody on Twitch, um, who is not a dude that has, like, a bunch of shitty people in his chat, um, and she plays, like, um, like, all, uh, I've seen her play, I think she played Uncharted recently, and, like I said, a lot of Overwatch, um, and, yeah, her stream is just really good, and she's, uh, she's great, um, and then last, lastly, the one I wanted to mention was, uh, the channel that Critical Role gets streamed on. Um, so if you, uh, know of Critical Role at all, that's the, the D&D game that, uh, the voice actors, uh, stream every Thursday. So that's like Matt Mercer, Laura Bailey, um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, okay. there's like eight of them. <laughs> um... But, uh, the, the stream that they, the channel they stream on is the Geek and Sundry, uh, channel. And I think that's like, they have a lot going on on that channel. But I primarily watch for a uh, critical role, which, uh, is usually a pretty fun watch. Um, it's cool to see all the voice actors playing D and D. Um, and like they're into, uh, I think they just finished like a pretty major arc. So, uh, that's a pretty cool. Uh, Show to be watching on that channel too
0: Alright so use those Amazon Prime subscriptions To subscribe to a streamer Yeah Alright Show them some love Yeah. Uh, Did you have anything else you wanted to Shout out as your favorite of the year Before we move on to our questions
1: Uh I mean No, I'm sure I'll think of something later and then be like, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, But no, I I can't think of anything right now. All right. So our first question comes from MTO All Pro, who asks What TV show is your guilty pleasure show for 2016?
1: (laughs) Uh, My always guilty pleasure show is Grey's Anatomy
0: yeah (laughs) i feel so sad even saying it but yes yeah i uh i don't feel guilty about anything i watch but i uh my show that i will say falls under that category is america's next top model which just came back for a new season (laughs) because it ended tyra's like i'm done the show is over but she lied it's back although she's <laughs> she's not the host she was in the first episode to intro to you know meet all the girls for the first time so she's i probably still the producer of it but it's mm. got a new host and a new cast of judges but uh i'm super psyched that it's back
1: <laughs> there you go yeah, yeah i guess that would be i mean it, obviously if you don't feel guilty about it it's probably just like <laughs> you know your go to like show that you watch and you're like don't
0: judge me (laughs) yeah (laughs) don't judge me i watch what i want (laughs) uh let's see
1: uh mto all pro asked all but mto all pro also asked uh what the best ship of 2016 is and i have a smart ass answer i have a a real answer (laughs) What's your smart answer?
0: Bodie McBoatface.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> I should have said should yeah. say it at the same time. That would have been better. Yeah. But that's exactly what I was thinking, too. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, Bodie McBoatface. Best ship yeah. of 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. No, I'm just kidding. Uh... Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Let's see. Real
0: answer? Do you have a real answer? Do you have a... I, uh, I I'm not a huge shipper. Like I'm, I'm not super into the, a lot of the fan community stuff. Mm. I usually just ship like, myself with whoever's in <laughs> in the game or whatever I'm playing at the moment. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this is a hard one. I'm trying to think. Like, I know Overwatch is a thing that sort of comes to mind the most. Mm-hmm. I, actually, I'm going to say Soldier and Reaper. That's my favorite ship. Oh, interesting. Uh, my, I,
1: I like the idea of the far mercy ship that's the pharaoh and mercy uh i like that one
0: yeah i like that one too and it, it goes so well together in like <laughs> in both story and gameplay yeah yeah they're meant to be <laughs> um
1: i don't think they're i was trying to think if there were more but like honestly when i think of like ships i think of overwatch especially lately because <laughs> it's just like that's all that I've seen on like Tumblr and stuff is like fan art of, of different ships and
0: mm-hmm.
1: and stuff like that. So yeah, I would mine mine would definitely be
0: pharmacy for sure. Alright. So the next question comes from Orc Chop who asks, our favorite co op game?
1: Hmm. I don't play a lot of co op games. <laughs> yeah. Uh I think uh I mean, if for a game that didn't come out this year that I like playing co-op uh, would be when I played Borderlands. Mm. That was pretty fun co-op wise. I didn't finish it or anything, but I had a good time playing it.
0: Yeah, other than Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, f- freaking Overwatch. <laughs> it's just like the default <laughs> answer at this point. Yeah, uh, I. Uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot of sort of newer games that are have like couch co-op and things. Um, yeah, I mean a lot of them, the ones that I like are just you know retro games where you can play with a friend, like Rescue Rangers. Um, there's a shoot 'em up called Jamestown, which I really like. You can play that co-op with up to four people. Uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot that I've played co op that are like specifically multiplayer online games. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't, uh, like, I don't go through like story games in a co op mode if it's available. Like, I'd prefer to play it myself. Uh, so I mean, yeah, I would say like, Probably Borderlands, but like then it's vastly like below Overwatch as as things that I like to play with people. So I don't know. Sorry for the half-assed answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. And then Orc Chop has a second question, uh, and he asks, uh what our favorite or who our favorite dev to interact with is. Um, and I thought about this a lot cause I was like, I don't really like talk to devs or like try to, you know, get answers, but they're, I like seeing, uh, the way that ghost crawler. Uh, who now works at Riot. Um, I like seeing the way that he interacts uh, with people, asking him questions because he always gives uh, some really interesting and insightful answers. Um, And uh, I'm going to give another Overwatch answer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jeff Kaplan seems to be doing a pretty good job, uh, like representing uh, the team as a whole. Um, in his, like, the dev updates that he does. Uh, So, yeah,
0: I would say those two guys. Yeah, I also don't really interact with many devs. Like, I was trying to think of something. Like, I talked to Hamlet, but not about WoW. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I don't really interact with devs i guess but i do like i i did really like ghost crawler when he has answers to things um i like following along the in exile people who are working on torment tides of numenara like brian fargo uh but yeah in terms of interaction there's not a whole lot yeah yeah all right so the next question is another one from mto all pro are you planning to have more tabletop rpg content next year Hmm. i mean i'd like to yeah that'd be great (laughs) uh i don't know
1: we don't do a lot of planning to be honest
0: yeah we usually (laughs) we're usually scrambling for a guest like the week after we record an episode
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's a look behind the curtain here (laughs) yeah um i mean like i've i uh i got like pretty like into doing uh tabletop stuff this year in general so um being able to explore that more on the podcast would be would be good uh i mean i'd have to think about what i would want to talk about and (laughs) like who i would want to talk about it with Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I mean, I don't see I don't see why we wouldn't uh have more of that on the on the show, so maybe. Can't say for sure whether or not, yes, but I think it'd be good. I'd like to talk to somebody specifically from Wizards of the Coast. Like talk about Dungeons and Dragons with uh somebody that maybe like wrote some of it or helped uh like develop the game or who plays it a lot like somebody from having one of the voice actors for example from critical role would be really good because uh like let's say for example uh like laura bailey or something came on the show we would have a (laughs) lot to talk about aside from dungeons and dragons so yeah um like that would be neat like even if we had uh people from like who I've seen, you know, on tabletop streams or on tabletop shows or whatever, and come on and have them maybe talk about something else, like that could be, that could be a good way to do it too. So I don't know. There's lots of options. We'll see. I don't know yet. (laughs) Um, uh, let's see. We've got one more question, uh, from a Latino lawyer. Uh, and he asks if you could work in the video game industry, what would you want to do?
0: I wouldn't want to work in the video game <laughs> industry. Uh, I did very briefly, like I used to work in QA like a long time ago, like a decade ago. Um, but generally people in the gaming industry aren't treated all that well. There was actually a really good article on polygon i think it might have been just this past week about the game industry's disposable workers uh and just sort of how the labor is in that particular industry uh which happens a lot in any sort of um i don't know like passion-based industry like things people love and want to work with just get treated like crap like oh well you love your work so we're not gonna pay you and you're gonna have to work 16 hours a day Uh, yeah Yeah. so I don't really have any aspirations for working in the industry although if I had to I'd want to be just like a consultant who tells people when they're doing stupid things because a lot (laughs) of games do stupid things uh, whether it's about diversity or inclusion or whatever but uh, that would be my my dream game industry job to work at a big company and be like, no, fix it. (laughs) (laughs) No, you did that wrong.
1: (laughs) These controls feel terrible. Yeah. (laughs) This UI is disgusting. (laughs) Um, I, uh, I think it'd be neat to work in the story, like the writing side of it. Um, I think that would be really cool. Uh, I also think like something, um, cause I've discovered this year that I really like working with, uh, like the audio files for, um, editing this podcast in particular. Um, so I would have to learn more about it, but I think working with like the sound design, uh, team would be really cool. And like trying to figure out what sounds would work. Um, there was a really neat uh, video from the Heroes of the Storm team when they were developing uh, the basketball skin for Asmodan, the Asmodunk, <laughs> um, and they used, like, an actual basketball and the actual sound of the net swoosh um and like the laser beam is the basketball being like held down on a treadmill so it makes like this terrible like whining uh like rubbery noise (laughs) um so like you know trying like figuring out that kind of stuff I think would be really neat um and then like using like different filters and stuff to make it sound the way that you want it to yeah I think that would be a cool job um I have no idea what else it would involve. I just remember that video like <laughs> <laughs> being so amazed that they used like a basketball for all these different noises. Um, yeah. So I think either like writing or sound design, I think would be really cool. Uh, cause I, like I know jack shit about, uh, level design and, and stuff like that. So I think, I think that would be more
0: up my alley. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. So I think that's all for our questions. Um, I before we end, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone out there listening. Um, everyone who listens and shares our podcast, everyone who's come on as a guest, uh, anyone who has given us a review on iTunes, Yep. <laughs> Do it again. Do it. Again. <laughs> Make a second account. <laughs> I'm kidding. Tell uh friends. <laughs> and I also wanted to specifically thank some of our frequent commenters. Uh I feel like we're really lucky our or frequent question askers. I feel like we're really lucky that when we ask people for questions, uh, a lot of you... We people, get some. Yeah, <laughs> we get questions and good ones. So some specific people are the Doc Web, a Latino lawyer, Orc Chop, Devoted Pupa, Musty Hobbit. Uh, you all come through for us sort of like almost on a episode by episode <laughs> basis and it makes planning the show a lot easier and it gives us new ideas on things to talk about so i just want to say thank you to everyone who asks questions or gives us comments when we ask for them mhm um i'll add a little
1: bit here uh i you know we like when we kind of first started this we weren't really sure uh like where we would end up or how long we would keep doing it or if we would even uh like be successful or if this was something that we wanted to you know to pursue um but we've gotten like I find like we've gotten a lot of support and um you know it's it's nice to feel like we're doing a good job so mm-hmm. um you know everybody that's That like as Pam said, everyone's listened or um, like shared an episode, like retweeting or even like telling somebody uh, to to listen um, or who says nice things to us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We really we really value uh, that feedback and, and all the interaction that we get from you guys. So thank you, and I hope that you keep listening and and that we can keep providing content
0: that you guys like so yeah thanks all right so i think that wraps it up for our last episode of 2016 so if people want to reach you where can they find you Raleigh? uh you can find me on twitter at
1: k-a-l-e-r-i with an underscore that's that's it oh. <laughs> just on twitter now
0: you can find me on Twitter at Josila underscore, or on YouTube, where my channel is called Cannot Be Tamed. And if you have any feedback, questions, people or topics you want to hear on future episodes, you can reach out at MediaMavensCast at gmail.com or on Twitter at underscore mavens. As always, if you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, I hope you have a very happy holiday and a happy new year, and We'll see you next time. All right. (laughs) We did. Yay. (laughs) We should have like outtakes. (laughs) Yeah,
1: there's a lot.
0: I'll put a bunch at the end. Uh, All right. If you have any feedback, questions, people, or topics, you. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, if people want to reach us. <laughs> okay, let me go again. All right, and you can find me on Twitter at Josila underscore or on Facebook where my chant. <sighs> That's not. <laughs> Facebook, oh, Facebook. I don't know where that came from. Like, I've ever given someone my Facebook. No, oh. <laughs> it's okay. It's it's a weird day to record, and yeah. it's also like getting yeah. late. Okay. <laughs>